This is Kristen Bernhard, and you're listening to Passion for Health. This is your opportunity to hear from Alberta Health Services physicians and other care providers, researchers, policymakers, community partners, and patients to hear their stories and insights about what's happening to improve Albertans' confidence and satisfaction in their healthcare system. Today, I am joined by Dr. Darren Brenner, an epidemiologist with Cancer Control Alberta at Alberta Health Services. Recently, Dr. Brenner co-led a study that looks at all the types of cancer cases in Alberta and the possible lifestyle or environmental risk factors that can be attributed to these cancers. I asked Dr. Brenner, how many cancer cases in Alberta do we now know are linked to preventable factors? From the results of our study, we estimate that approximately 45% of cancers in Alberta each year can be attributed to known risk factors for cancer. And what kind of risk factors are these? So these include several lifestyle and environmental factors, which include tobacco and alcohol consumption, physical inactivity and excess body weight, dietary components such as things like low fiber intake and low fruit and vegetable intake, environmental factors such as air and soil pollutants like radon, and even infections such as the human papillomavirus and hepatitis B and C. So when you say that cancers are linked to these factors, how do you know that? So through several decades of epidemiologic research, we have seen consistent associations between being exposed to these factors and having an increased risk for various cancers. So for this particular project, what we did is we included all of those factors that have consistent evidence that the epidemiologic research suggests that there is consistent associations between being exposed and increasing cancer risk. So did you look at cancers only in Alberta for this study? For this particular project, we just looked at the incidence of cancer in Alberta. We used prevalence data to estimate how many people were exposed to these factors that were specific to Alberta. And we're working with the Canadian Cancer Society to expand this project to a national level to look at the burden of cancer across all provinces and across Canada as a whole. So when you say you looked at prevalence data, what does that mean? So prevalence data simply means how many people or how many Albertans of a particular age and sex group are exposed to a given risk factor. So for example, how many people are not meeting physical activity guidelines for cancer prevention, or how many people have low fiber intake in their regular diet. So that would be someone, or that would be a prevalence level of low exposure in the population. So from the study you have done, what is one of the highest risk factors? We know tobacco is obviously highly linked to cancer, but what else is there? So, of course, tobacco is the predominant driver of cancer incidence in Alberta, uh, but several other factors that include um, excess body weight and physical inactivity were surprisingly strong drivers of uh, cancer burden in the province. Other factors such as infections like human papillomavirus were Uh, led to large numbers of cancer in the province and also dietary components and environmental exposures as well. So are you saying that if someone is overweight they're going to get cancer? So if someone is overweight they will not 100% develop cancer. Not all cancers can be prevented but there are many things that we can do to reduce our risk of several cancers. So if someone is overweight the best cancer prevention strategy they can undertake is to try to maintain a healthy body weight. Okay. And you say environmental risk factors. Um, So radon, uh, what else is there? Uh, Radon, arsenic, um, 
air pollution, so particulate matter, has been linked to lung cancer risk. So trying to avoid excess engine exhaust and other sources of air pollution in the population. And so tell me, what is different about this study compared to other studies? So this study represents the first systematic estimates in Canada, uh, more specifically in Alberta, to quantify the burden of cancer related to these factors. And the end goal trying to is to try to give some insight into what could be the potential impact of cancer prevention activities in the province. So how important is this research? So estimates from the Canadian Cancer Society suggest that in Canada we're going to observe a 40% increase in the total number of cancer cases if current trends in population growth and cancer incidents continue. So, from a population perspective, anything that we can do to relieve this burden of cancer is extremely important. From the individual perspective, a cancer diagnosis can be a devastating event. Although not all cancers can be prevented, there are many things that we can do to reduce our risk of developing several cancers, and this should be important for all of us. I understand that this study is the first of its kind in Alberta. How did it come about? So this work is the product of a partnership with the Alberta Cancer Prevention Legacy Fund, who expressed a need to have these kinds of data, this kind of information about what would be the impact of cancer prevention initiatives in the province. So we set out to develop a comprehensive list of lifestyle and environmental factors to include in this particular project and working with them we provided these estimates of cancer burden related or attributable to these factors. And I understand because of the success of this project it's actually gone national? That's correct. So we continue to move forward with this cancer prevention research at the national level working with the Canadian Cancer Society. We're focusing on a project to examine the potential for cancer prevention in Canada, both the present burden of cancer, but also the future avoidable burden of cancer related to lifestyle. What we're hoping to do is to do some projections out into the future to see what could be the future impact of cancer prevention activities uh, currently. So future impact, how far are you looking into the future for this? So we're going to do some modeling up to 2040 or 2045 to see what would be the impact of some changes in the levels of exposure in the population related to some cancer prevention activities to see what would be the subsequent impact on cancer reduction in Canada. So what is it that you hope to achieve with this national study? What we're hoping to accomplish is to examine the potential for cancer prevention related to all known lifestyle and all known environmental factors up to 2045. We're also planning to provide complete estimates for these factors at the national level as well as at the provincial level because at the province provincial level, prevalence of these exposures varies greatly across provinces and territories. So what this will provide us with is data to show what the impact of implementing cancer prevention strategies would have on cancer incidence in the future across Canada as a whole but also province by province. So when you say that the incident rates vary and exposure rates vary province to province, in what way? So across the country, uh, when you look at the provincial level, we have different levels of uh, people who meet recommended guidelines for dietary intakes, for physical activity levels, for tobacco rates, very greatly across population. And these differences can actually have an, impa an impact on cancer incidence. Okay, so with a new Canadian study then, you're going to be looking at every province and then combining as a whole? Or how would you plan to gather the data? So. 
We're going to be using exposure data from various sources that includes national level population surveys where data is available at the provincial level. So what we'll be able to do is to do these estimations within each province but then also in Canada as a whole by combining the data from the entire country. So years ago we didn't really know how some factors might be linked to cancer but it seems that the goal of this study is to help Canadians understand what risk factors are avoidable that can also help to avoid cancer. So it's partially about providing some understanding for the population about what can prevent cancer, but it's also to give a, an estimation of the total burden that could be avoided if we can implement some cancer prevention strategies provincially and nationally. And so what type of cancers do we know are connected? So in our study, we observed that many of the most common cancers have a large proportion of cancer that can be prevented or can be attributed to these risk factors that we know we can avoid. These include uh, cancers of the lung, breast, colon, prostate, cervix, and oral and skin cancer as well. So we know that smoking is connected to a very high, high level of cancer. What is the second highest lifestyle or environmental factor that is connected to cancer? The second highest lifestyle factor would be a combination of excess body weight and physical inactivity, so maintaining in that caloric balance in your regular daily life. Where can Albertans go to get more information on this? So for more information on cancer prevention resources, as well as some more detail from the results of our study, people can log on to www.albertapreventscancer.ca, and this is the Alberta Cancer Prevention Legacy Fund's website where they can get all kinds of information about cancer prevention in the province. Great, thank you for being here today. My pleasure. This is Kristen Bernhard, and you've been listening to Passion for Health, produced by Alberta Health Services. You can follow us at ahs.ca forward slash podcasts to add your comments. We'd love to hear from you.